Now it's time for this. News Talk's Executive Chair. Thanks to Skillnet Ireland, driving business success through innovative training and upskilling. I'm delighted to welcome to the Executive Chair, Justin Lawless, is the CEO of Intac Software, uh, a lovely company up there in Dundalk, and he joins us today. How are you, Justin? How are things? Great, Bobby. Thanks. Yeah, great. Great to be here. Now, your father was a bookie, uh, and I can imagine your world growing up uh, involved. Tell us a little bit about, about growing up in, in such a household. Yeah, it was it was great. I mean, I, I guess that's probably where I got my uh, risk assessment analysis from. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was something that was in, in the family business for or family genes for a long, long time. And uh, I guess all of us boys, uh, all of us lawless boys, grew up in the family business, and we all had different jobs there. So uh, working through school, I'm pretty sure it was probably legal at the time. But yeah, <laughs> we didn't know anything about it then, but. Uh, yeah, so that's where counting cash, was. laying off bets, all counting that sort cash, of stuff. Li- listening to listening to uh, a feed coming in from the Tannoy, marking the board. You know, as odds moved, that's how it was. There was no pictures back into into bookie offices Amazing. back then, so uh, it was all done over the school over of life. Yeah. So it was off to what's now known as uh, DKIT, uh, where you stud- studied business and computing. Yes. That's, so that's true. Um, I think was it your grandfather had won. Uh, a, 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 one of the early computers and you and your brother were uh, left to figure it all out. Is that how it worked? Yeah, well, I'll give most of the credit to my brother, but my grandfather was a, a serial competition editor. You remember back in the days that you used to fill in slogans when competitions were real. It wasn't just to get people's you know email address. Yeah. Uh, he won two cars on the... All, all Amazing. Those kind of things. But one of the things that he won was a computer and uh, we were fascinated by it and... and uh, yeah, writing lines of code and things like that really back in the early days. That was uh, that's what I guess got the technology into the family. So am I right in saying it was your brother Aiden that actually started the business and you ended up coming on and working with him? Is that how yeah. uh, I suppose and I know there's a lot of the family members involved. Yeah, so there's uh, kind of two families involved, Bobby. So Aidan Lawless and Paul Murray were the two founders. So you had an accountant and a programmer. Yeah. And together with the collective creative juices of a of a programmer and an accountant, they came up with computerized accounts. Uh and I guess I was kind of informal employee number three because when they were out doing work, I would I'd go in and answer the phones while I was studying. So, uh, and then I left to do another job, and uh, um, I came back many years later. Well, three or four years later, an official employee. Um, yeah. So. That's and you've it. been there since. So I've been there since. We're talking about you know a period of thirty years. Yeah. As you say, the the business evolved through a program a programmer being your brother and an accountant, but effectively. It's ER. It evolved into ERP software, which, again, you might explain it better than me. But this is end to end. It includes stock. It includes purchasing, yeah. uh, customer relations systems, and it brings every all the management information together. Is that that's, essentially what you do? That's exactly what. And many times have people asked me, and that's probably described it better than I, I ever could describe it. But the Americans say it's you know it's soup to nuts in a, in, in a business. So. Uh, an ERP system is the system of record in, in, in most businesses. So all the transactions, who are your customers, what are they buying from you, who are you buying from, where your inventory is. So when you walk into a sometimes a retail store, they may be using an ERP system like Intact. And that's telling them, you know, okay, the goods aren't here, but they're going to be with us in two days yeah. from the supplier. And, and all that system of And everything talks to everything else. Everything talks to everything else. So the, tr- the transactions happen in the business and then the accounting happens in the system as a side effect of all yeah, those transactions. Yeah, well, it, 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 it's, it's wonderful software. Um, would I be right in saying that in the early days of the business that you, I suppose, you went after, after a particular marketplace? So I think it was builders, providers, uh, some retailers. Was it? 
was that the way to build, I suppose, credibility in the business to do it sector by sector? Yeah, and we're still doing that, yeah. uh, you know, because it's such a big market and a global market as well. So we became very good at those types of industries that bought and sold products and bought and sold products to both retail and also to trade. So we often describe it as the construction the construction supply chain, um, so end to end. So that can be tiles, plumbing, timber, bathrooms, yeah. all those good things uh, are all fairly complex to sell in different ways to different types of customers. So we take that complexity out of those businesses. Um, because complexity is like a tax on a business, you know, it's, it's an additional cost. So we like to get the computers to do that. I was actually going to ask you about that. And, and just to say it again, because it was, it, it was, a, it was a, a phrase that jumped out at me. Complexity is a tax on a business. Okay. And, you know, simplification and simplicity are really your friend. And it's, it's often very difficult to make things simple. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, but the job of ERP is to make those things simple. And people often say to me, what, what's ERP? And I guess it's kind of, it's linked to what it actually does. It should disappear in your business. It just shouldn't feel like you're using an ERP system. Um, so things like Brexit introduce enormous, enormous amounts of complexity into businesses. And you want your computers to do that. You don't want you know people to be doing paperwork and all those kind of good things. Let the people do what the people are good at, decision-making based around accurate data, um, let the people do the relationship side of things and just let the computers handle the complexity. Yeah. That's, that's what our job is. And do you find sometimes, you know, when you look across the different customers that you have, that, you know, people can, can get overwhelmed with information? Like, mm -hmm. it's about, is it not about making the information very concise and really giving people just enough that they don't get overwhelmed because that, that, that's a problem I used to have. That's, Bobby, you've obviously lots of experience with ERP and uh, for sure, I mean, there's no point in giving every single employee every single bit of information in the business because then it's just noise. So people, when they're buying something, they need to know the buying information that they require at that point. Uh, when they're selling, they need to know the same information uh, likewise. So it's never about showing everything to everybody, but it's it's showing the right things to the right people. And quite often, some of the big decision makers in the business are no longer at their computers anymore. So you got to drive that out to to mobile phones. You got to drive yeah. all that stuff out to, to where people are. I'm not going to say the golf course because that's 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 not that's not very <laughs> fair. But you know, people ha need to be able to make decisions with the data uh, uh, on their mobile phones. And, yeah, and no, you're right, uh, absolutely. And again, not to look too far back, but. The experience of being, you know, developing a business in Dundalk, where some of your customers were north of the border, you were dealing with maybe two different currencies. You know, when you look back now, did that help you to, I suppose, embrace the world stage outside of the euro? You mentioned Brexit there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think our first customer was in Dundalk and our second one was in Uri. So <laughs> immediately we had to handle that. And uh so we got into subsidiaries, multiple jurisdictions, really, really early in our in, in our in our life, uh, and uh, so then all new intactors who joined the business, they got to learn a lot about this stuff too. And then when the euro came in, lots of uh, Irish companies were using uh, UK-based technology, and they didn't really deal with the euro the same way that it really needed to be dealt with because yeah. they just thought of it as being another currency. But actually, when your base your base layer technology, your base layer sorry uh, currency is changing. You got to deal with that in a slightly different way. You got to have triangulation rates and stuff, all sorts of stuff going on, and be able to take euro uh, on the first of January. Oh, sorry, being able to take punt on the first of January and return euro to the customer as well, and deal with all that stuff. So yeah, that was, yeah, uh, a lot of stuff was, happening yeah, under the bonnet. Stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, the pandemic was good for business, Justin, um, in terms of people reevaluating maybe 
uh, the software needs of their business. I suppose the working from home thing, people wanting different information in different ways. Yeah. And you, your business benefited significantly from that. It, it did, not at the start. Now, at the start, it was, uh, I guess, like every business, we were, we, were, we were very, very nervous as to how things were going to go. And uh, look, we, we, we got lucky. I mean, a lot of our customers started doing very, very well. Um, instead of people going on holidays, they were investing in home improvements and DIY. <clears throat> so... Um, past the first six months of the pandemic people were starting to invest in technology their customers wanted to buy in a different way from them so they re-evaluated all the technology and said oh we need change ready technology and we just so happened to be there with that change ready technology yeah. so we could we could roll that out significantly so as supply chains changed and yeah. people needed to supply chains are shortening now then yeah then, but, but supply chains are also lengthening because if you think about what happened in the Suez canal you think about what was going on all across the world and, and chip shortages and, and product shortages building materials shortages timber shortages all this stuff was 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 a big challenge uh and then of course now you have inflation and and you know we see construction prices uh construction material prices then uh, increasing on a monthly basis where that was usually annually you know yeah so it's a, yeah it's a no change. it's a changing world that's for sure so then you've you've uh, you've acquired uh, some businesses in terms of the growth of the business um you're looking at you acquired a, a reseller in the uk so tell us a little bit about i suppose moving out of the irish market and going for the world stage so we moved out of the Irish market in about 2000 and uh, I'm going to say 2003. Right. When we first stepped in, when we first stepped into the into the UK market um, uh, with, through a reseller, a, a network of resellers in the UK. Um, so that was that was a new thing for us. We had to learn a different way of doing things. So not only were we selling the product directly ourselves, we had to support teams who were selling it on our behalf. Yeah. They wanted to offer the customers the services that we offered. So catering for the nuances within their businesses. So they needed to write code. So that was a, that was a, a thing for us back into in the early two thousands. And uh, as a result of that, then we went back to the drawing board in two thousand and seven, two thousand and eight, and started building out our, our third generation product, which is the the product that we lead with now on a global stage. So now, you know, Intact is, is servicing companies in, in Ireland, the UK, France, uh, Australia. Australia, New Zealand, and uh, now we're working on a project now in North America too. So we're, we're, we're doing lots of things. So when you're looking at maybe the Australian, uh, New Zealand example, is that is the business being sold out there through resellers that you support? Yeah, through resellers that we support. And actually we support them being able to rebrand it. So they felt that the brand that we had didn't fit in the market because there was conflict there. So they rebranded it to, to, to their own product. And... Um, but now that's supporting hundreds of businesses down in Australia and New Zealand as well. All the technology built in Dundalk. Right. So 280 people. So what's next for this business? Yeah, so look, we're, we're, we're very excited about what's happening in Ireland. Uh, and the UK is probably, we can see some headwinds there at the moment. Um, but it's still, it's you know, those kind of headwinds uh, that we see in the markets now tend to cause people to reevaluate their technology as well. So... A lot of the companies that we deal with tend to be traditional. They're, some of our customers are 200 years old. So yeah. they look at these moments and go, okay, these are the times to invest. So, you know, that's what they do. So they, it could they, be an opportunity invest. for so you. So an opportunity as well. Um, so now we're going to establish a, a new presence in, in the US. So that's the that's the next big thing for us. But we're doing things like, you know, uh, localizing the products for for the French language, for Portuguese, for, for Spanish. So that's a... That's a big challenge in itself. Amazing. Uh, lots wow. of learning. And then, and then recruiting people with those skills and uh, being able to answer the phone to people using the technology is, is amazing. Now, away from business, you're a guitar player, uh, <laughs> something our listeners didn't know about you. 
Uh, you were number seven in the charts, backing, uh, playing guitar for a, a singer-songwriter called Stuart Agnew. So you have you have touched fame. Uh, <laughs> so tell us more about the, the world of you and the guitar. Well, I was always I wouldn't say touched fame. I was always the one who stood behind the the, the speakers when we were when we were touring. So uh, I, I wouldn't necessarily say we touched fame. But actually, an interesting fact is that when people call our offices, that the whole music is that album. So uh, <laughs> we get we get royalty free rights from that's, Stuart. That's you know? making sure that it still gets played. Absolutely. And, and believe it or not, and Stuart's so kind that he, he, uh, he actually sent some signed uh, CDs to some of our customers who became fans. Every time they called up, they were like, who's that singer? So uh, <laughs> he actually sent them CDs. Well, that's a great story. So you still enjoy, you still play, you do you still, I still do, do, do you it, gig? It, yeah. No, I don't, I don't, I don't do any gigging, no. Right. Uh, yeah, no, but I, I still, I still play uh, guitar all the time. My, my two boys, uh, Freddie and George, they, they're, they're playing guitar now as well. So excellent. Uh, getting them started earlier than I did. So, uh, but still love it for, for, for the bedroom. Well, listen, it's a great story. It started in Dundalk. Uh, Justin Lawless, CEO of Intax Software. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you very much, Bobby. News Talks Executive Chair. Thanks to Skillnet Ireland, driving business success through innovative training and upskilling.